Hey guys, this week I've got Ronin GT. We're gonna find out why his name's Ronin GT, and we're gonna hear some crazy stories. So guys, check it out. This is High Life. Hey guys, this is High Life. This week I've got Ronin GT. How you doing? So, first off, what is Ronin GT? Ronin GT. So, um, I came up with the name back when I was like 15 years old. Um, I like the I like the terminology behind Ronin. Ronin uh, is an ancient Jeff language. I shouldn't say language. Like the meaning of it, the ancient meaning of it was a like a shame samurai, someone who let their master die in battle. Um, okay. And GT was put in there because around the time I started using it the movie Ronan with Robin, Robert De Niro came out and everyone was using Ronan. And I was like, shit, I, I got to have something to distinguish myself. So GT was kind of thrown in there um, because of just some wording. And I, everyone thinks it's cars. I, I love cars. Don't get me wrong. It has nothing to do with cars. Um, <laughs> so I, I made the name and I, I rolled with it and I've used it ever since then. Um, but now, after years of using it, I look back at the meaning of Ronin now in modern Japanese language, and it means someone who is a person who hasn't went to college and hasn't really made much of their life, kind of like a slacker. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, oh shit, that fits maybe. Uh, so yeah, that, that's where Ronin came from. Okay. I mean, I totally relate. Uh, I have a gamer sort of name that I came up with uh, back when I... Oh goodness! I don't, I don't know how old I was. Um, I played RuneScape. Oh yes, and I had to, you know, come up with a character name, and I came up with Elliot Doge. Oh my God, it, man! It is, it is I L L I A D O G E A. I've used it for email addresses. I've used it on so much things, and people are always like. Ailey, uh, I'm like, don't even, don't even. <laughs> and then I played, I played, um, I played D and D, Dungeons and Dragons for a while, and I, I yep. used that for my character name. I just, I was like, finally, people were like, "Is there a shorter version of this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you could just go by Iliad." <laughs> I've used it for video games over the years too. Um, you funny you say RuneScape because I have played it. Uh, but a long time ago, I used to play a game called Ultima Online, and I don't know if you've heard of it. It's still around. It's <laughs> one of the first, um, it was one of the first MMORPGs ever made, and okay. uh, I think it was second to, like, EverQuest. And okay. so later on, they made this thing called Run UO, which was an emulator, and that's where my name, Ronin GT, is was primarily known from because I was a coder on there, so I made a lot of scripts and stuff, so... A lot of people on oh, TikTok wow. have said, are you that Ronin GT? And I went, yeah. So I've ran into some people who I used to play video games with back in the day because I've kept this name for so long. And wow, my first, my first name, it was called Pico. <laughs> because I would go to Taco Bell and I'd order everything no Pico. Because <laughs> Pico's a guy. <laughs> so I don't uh, think I that would have so well on TikTok. <laughs> no, I used to work for Taco Bell, and we had um, we had a regular that would come through drunk, 
late at night, and uh, his nickname was Dick Sauce. Oh my god! Did um, you guys call him that? Oh yeah. And the but the reason behind it. So um, I this is before I started there. Uh, he was coming through the drive-through one day, and his friend was in the drive-through in front of him. So he was at the speaker, and his friend was at the window, and they were the the person was taking his order. And his friend goes, hey, ask him if he wants any dick sauce. Because, you know, they're supposed to ask, do you want any sauce? And the person was like, uh-uh, like, I'm not doing that. He goes, it's my friend. It's okay. Like, just do it. He'll find it hilarious. So they're like, okay, would you like any dick sauce with that? And the dude busted up laughing. And ever since then, I, like, even, even when I started, like, they recognized his vehicle. He had a very specific Jeep. And it, so they're like, dude, 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 dude. If you see that Jeep, you have to ask him if he wants any dick sauce with that. And I'm like, what? Are you nuts? And they're like, dude, you have to. I'm like, all right. So, yeah. Um, from then on, like, he was known as Dick Sauce. I have no clue what his real name was, but, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> dick Sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, customers get their own nicknames, you know. <laughs> oh, man. In my line of work, uh, the shoplifters get nicknames, so we don't typically oh, put I'm, those. I'm sure. We don't put have those you, have out you, there. Have you ever put? Um, have you ever watched uh, um, Gas Station Encounters? No, I have not. Oh, you need to check out their stuff. Uh, they've got some videos on TikTok, but definitely check out their YouTube channel. Um, it, it's that thieves from gas stations, and they they will post the security footage of these people stealing. And they'll give them nicknames and like they'll narrate the whole ordeal of them stealing, and it's hilarious. That's insane. I'll have to check it out. So, what made you join TikTok to begin with? What made you download the app? Well, um, I guess just to check it out. I heard a lot of people at the time I was uh, dating this girl, and she was on TikTok. And they were doing the TikTok, uh, trying to do the TikTok dances. And I'm like, what the hell is it? Like, So I, I watched her on there, and I'm like, so it's just a bunch of people lip syncing and doing funny videos. And she's like, yeah. I, I was like, so it's just, it's like YouTube. Because like, that was my go-to. Like, So it's YouTube. And she's like, no, it's different. You just got to check it out. So I was like, what the hell? So I downloaded it. And, of course, just like everyone else, I got, damn, I got addicted to the damn thing. And I was scrolling <laughs> through there. And, and like I said, that was about a year ago maybe over a year ago, a little over a year ago, uh, I downloaded it and I didn't make any videos. I was just, I was just one of those lurkers out there, you know, who followed people and hit the like button. Um, but you know, it kind of, it, it turned into what it is today. <laughs> okay. Uh, what made you start making videos? Like honestly, it's an outlet. Um, I just, the very first video I ever made, um, and it's still on my, it's still the first one that's on my page. Um, I looked, I got a notification and it said I had a follower. And I'm like, well, how the fuck does this happen? I don't, I don't put anything out there. Like, why is anyone fucking following me? And it wasn't no one I knew either. And I was like, okay. So I made my first video and it's basically just me sitting in a car. And I remember it was raining that day. And I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said I downloaded this app just because there was, you know, funny videos and people lip syncing. I said, I'm fairly sure I'm too damn old for this app, but hey, thanks for the, you know, it says I have a follower, so hey, thanks. 
And uh, that was the very first follower I had. And I made a couple videos after that that did, did really didn't go nowhere. And they were just cringy as hell. And they've all been since deleted. The very first video was there, but very cringy-ass videos. And um, hell, I've still got a few cringy videos before my before I really took off. But uh, yeah, yeah, mostly an outlet, man. I, um, I, I really started getting into it like right after me and Miss O uh, got back together. And I was just kind of posting videos because she was heavily on TikTok. So I was constantly seeing videos and I'm sharing to her. I've shared to her videos so many times that I've been banned from sharing her videos. Like, like oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so I was just sharing her videos and I'm, what you see on TikTok is what you get. Like, that's me. Um, minus about 120% because of content violations and shit like that. Um, but I, I'm pretty outspoken. I say random weird shit and I literally like when you see me do my rant videos and stuff, that that's what I, that's what Miss O gets. That's what my best friends get. That's, that's me in real life. But uh, it was an outlet. I, I, by the way, let me clarify for you and your listeners. I rant and if there's a fork in the road, I will take it and I'll come back to the story eventually, but I rant. Um, but long story short, it was an outlet. It allowed me to kind of vent some frustrations or just say some things and have it out there as like a record. I never thought that it would ever get to where it is now. Um, I think I, the day that first video went viral, I sat there for like 12 hours in awe, just like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, there's over a million people that's seen my video and what the fuck do I do? Like, is there a celebration? Do I need to get like a, a card? <laughs> what the fuck do I do from here? So, but that's, that's pretty much it. So do your current coworkers know that you make TikToks? Um, some of them do. So this is the weird part. I have ran into multiple people here in Evansville who were like, are you that guy from TikTok? And I'm like, did you like the video? If if you didn't know, that's not me. <laughs> but nobody from my primary location. So I work multiple locations. Nobody okay. from my primary location has said a word to me about my TikTok. Has not said a word. Like, and I'm I'm cool with that. Um, now at the secondary and other locations I've been at, I have been approached like, "You're that guy from TikTok, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah, maybe." And she's like, you tell stories. I was like, maybe. <laughs> Did you like the video? <laughs> so, um, yes and no, I guess. Okay. Um, so, I, I know you tell a lot of stories on, on your your TikTok, but I know there's there's got to be a story that that you would love to tell that you can't tell on TikTok. Oh hell yes. There's thousands. <laughs> okay, well give us give us just an unfiltered story real quick if you don't mind. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be real quick, but I I can do it for you. Oh uh, take as long as you want. Okay, so uh, I used to work for Walmart and Walmart's got some pretty strict rules when it comes to apprehensions of shoplifters um it's honestly mm -hmm. it's honest to god in the favor of the shoplifter like it really is 
Um, and I get it. There's litigation. There's liability reasons. I get it, but it still sucks. Um, and about, what was it, 2011-ish, 2010, um, Walmart went hands-off, meaning that we did not put our hands on the shoplifters no more. Um, other than in self-defense or physical redirection, I'll get to what physical redirection is in a second. Um, but we didn't go up and put them in headlocks or punch their teeth out or drag them back in the office. We didn't do those things anymore. I mean, and in most states, I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. In most states that I've worked in, a person apprehending a shoplifter has the same rights as a citizen's arrest. And you can do everything person to detain them until the police get there. Mind you, within reason, um, and the re and that reason is the reason why Walmart and a lot of other giant retailers decided, no, fuck this, people are getting hurt. And I'm not about getting people hurt. It's, it's a pair of fucking socks, it's a TV. At the end of the day, the shoplifter is a person too, period. That's, that's my right. philosophy as a, as a floor walker, as a manager, period. Um, but there are some times where you, you, you need to get, you know, some aggressive hugging going on to get them to, to come back in the office. I get that. So physical redirection in Walmart. Aggressive is, hugging. I love that. Aggressive hugging. There you go. It's aggressive hugging. I used to <laughs> I tell all my APAs when I was a manager, I used to tell all my APAs, if you walk up to them, no matter what you say to them, say it with a fucking smile on your face. And they said, why? I think as the camera... You can sit there smiling and be like, look here, motherfucker. You're going to come in this fucking office or I'm going to break your goddamn knee kneecaps. And if you say that with a smile on your face, it looks like you're complimenting them. And they'd laugh their ass <laughs> off. It's true. Mind you, I never said those things. I would never say those things to a shoplifter. I've, I've gotten aggressive a few times. And so one of the stories, and this one was I wasn't personally involved in, but I had to kind of run damage control for. Um, okay. A uh, neighboring store had a shoplifter who, um, and th the funny part is I've got video for this. I, I just, I haven't gotten permission to post it yet. Um, so basically we were training a new, um, not we as in me, but um, a fellow peer was training a new associate and she was an older lady. And nothing against age, no ageist here at all, but uh, they were training her and she stepped in front of this guy. And uh, he decides, oh, you're an old lady. I'm going to push you the fuck down. And he does. And he busts her head wide open, man. She was bleeding everywhere. Well, we used oh to have this God. guy working for us named Shakori. We called him Corey for short. Well, Shakori was called, nicknamed Mr. 6'7". And not because he was 67 years old. This man was a walking brick wall. He was a fucking beast. And Shakori turns around the corner and sees that the, the lady we were training was pushed down and hurt, sees a shoplifter, grabs him up by his throat, by both back and front, like both hands around this guy's throat, picks him up and carries him back into the AP office, throws him into the bench, <laughs> throws him down on the damn bench. This dude literally, and I'm, this is not an exaggeration, shits himself in the bench. And I really don't blame <laughs> him. If Shakori would have put hands on me, I... I just, I would have folded like a bitch. I'd be like, yes, daddy, whatever you want. <laughs> this fucking man is a tower. Like, I have the biggest head out of anybody you've probably ever met. And this dude could literally wrap his whole hand around my head and pick me up like a basketball. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, and we're not supposed to do this, obviously. Physical redirection is me putting my hand on your shoulder and saying, sir, come this way. And kind of just kind of guiding them by physically touching them. Um, it's very gray. It's very gray. Physical redirection is. Um, and this was not physical redirection. This was choking this motherfucker out almost and throwing him in a chair so he shits himself. <laughs> Mind you, this was all caught on camera because uh, everything's on camera. So mm -hmm. uh, one of the reasons, and, this, and again, I'm a little backstory here. One of the reasons why I don't talk about like my current employer is because of social media policy. And if you watched any of my most recent videos, Walmart is really strict about their social media policy. Um, I was once, once um, coached, or if you will, written up for posting a picture from electronics, like a profile picture. It wasn't like I was saying, oh, fuck Walmart. I wasn't saying, you know, you know, while and out on the job, none of that shit. It was like, hi, my name's Ronan GT. Take a picture, and I've got electronics in the background. Um, so we were like, okay, we're going to keep this quiet. Our map him at the time, that's uh, the market asset protection manager. He was a cool guy. And he was kind of on the sense of, if you don't throw it in my face, or if someone doesn't throw it in my face, I'm cool, handle your business. So we just kept it quiet. Like, we were like, all right, cool. Dude was clearly guilty. He got arrested. He got prosecuted. End of story, we thought. So I had Shakori on Facebook, and I'm scrolling through Facebook one day, and all of a sudden I hear Shakori narrating this entire story I just told you with the fucking video from the camera system on Facebook. Oh, my so, God. How? So, he, and, and, and mind you, Shakori never got his ass fired. And he was a damn good APA. Let me tell you, he was probably, probably one of the best APAs I've ever met. So I call immediately call um, his boss, which is Brody on TikTok. And he, me and him go back and forth occasionally. He doesn't post videos. He just lurks and talks shit online. So <laughs> I call Brody and I'm like, you need to get your man. Like, he's fucking up. Like, he's really fucking up right now. <laughs> so he eventually took the video down. And, and he didn't get, didn't get his ass caught for it. But after he quit Walmart and moved on to another career, all those videos came out. And like I said, I've still got those videos. I've actually got a video of me, Shakori, and pretty much all the guys from when I was in South Carolina. We had just got finished working a blitz. Um and that's where a bunch of APAs go into a store and we just hammer out apprehensions and catch shoplifters all day. And we were Ooh. at this like sushi joint and Shikori dared me to eat a whole ball of wasabi. And I said, well, I'll do it if you do it. You know what wasabi is, right? Oh yeah. I love it. Okay. That shit. I love it too. But if you have a whole ball of that in your mouth it is like Satan just pissed in your mouth. Like this, it's just horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. Well, I'm, a, I'm also a huge fan of uh, uh horseradish and wasabi oh, is where is is in the same family as horseradish oh definitely yeah definitely me too i love that i love all spicy shit um i actually used to do a youtube channel of uh, basically eating hot sauces and reviewing them but um long story short he took it down but he posts all those videos and i've i've been asking shakori for permission to put it up there and he said it's cool and he was going to send me the original but until I get it from him, like literally get it from him, I'm not gonna put it on on TikTok. But if I do, mm -hmm. I'll put it on TikTok. <laughs> That's your story, sir. Awesome, awesome. 
And I know, I know you said uh, recently you have a Patreon now. Yes, I just said and, I'm a and, Patreon. And you said you're going to have longer stories and unfiltered stories on there. Yes. Um, I'm actually trying a new format on there because if you notice a lot of my TikTok videos, uh, they're cuts. They're like a lot of cuts. And I like using yeah. cuts because I feel Dude, like I, I can I, cram more into a 60-second video clip by cutting it versus just sitting here like we're doing, talking, you know, unfiltered. Right. So like, that's what I, I, I love. Doing. I love watching videos where there, where it's you say a sentence, cut, say a sentence, cut. Like that doesn't bother me at all. I don't know how yeah. I can, I'm not as smooth with that, so I don't do that. But I respect people who have mastered it. Yeah, that's that's something I, I picked up, and I've noticed it's kind of handicapped me because the because there is no real recording app for video like TikTok. Like TikTok. TikTok could sell like a just an app that's based off the recording, and I think they can make money because I mean I personally would purchase it. But I use a thing <laughs> called Viva Video, and it's kind of like that, and it works out pretty good. And uh, it's subscription based though, so that's something that sucks about it. But I've been using that. But all the long format videos I've put on my Patreon so far have been just me talking candidly, like we're doing right here. And okay, I've gotten really good reviews for my Patreon members from it. And I still do some other stuff. Um, I put longer format, like I posted one on there today about uh, something that happened in my current job. And I typically leave those off of TikTok. Uh, I'll occasionally talk about it on lives. So that was something I put on my Patreon. Um, I did a, uh, and they're kind of like vlogs. I'm kind of catching people up on my day, just kind of venting my frustrations. And then I also put the, uh, what I call my naughty, naughty feel good stuff, which is me talking about adult topics that TikTok okay. kids want to shut the fuck down because, oh God, you know, this girl can sit here and twerk in a thong and I can see her chocolate starfish, but oh God, Ronan said, sit on a face and all of a sudden he's the devil. So oh I yeah. I, there's, there's a lot of uh, TikTokers that I, I, I've either talked to or uh, seen in their videos where they're like, TikTok is just screwed up because videos are getting flagged for small little things, but then you've got a 15-year-old over here shaking her butt, and that's okay. Right. It's, it's I, I mean, I, I personally reported a video of this kid, like 12, 13 years old, posted his phone number on his oh on God. his TikTok video, and I was like, minor safety. Hello? Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's my philosophy on that. Everyone wants to blame TikTok because that shit stays up, but other shit comes down. But let me let me challenge you to think, consider something else. TikTok okay. does not have the resources, nor the manpower, nor the budget to watch the billions of videos that are uploaded every day. It is us no. as consumers who are allowing that shit to stay. But because even we, when they but even when some of these videos get reported, they're not taken down. This is true. I don't I, because like like the video that I reported for minor safety because of his phone number, I got a message back. No violations were found. Well, I'm like, are you kidding me? And then yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of fucked. I have never. And then, reported... and then there's people who like their videos will get flagged and the, they'll they'll uh, they'll appeal it, and it's like no, nope, 
your your video violates community guidelines. Uh, a, a friend of mine posted a video of her vaping, and it was taken down for minor safety. She's like, I am 22 years old, not a minor. She's the only one in the video. Or no, no, that wasn't even the video that got taken down. It was, uh, that video was okay. But then another video was taken down because you could see her breath in the cold air. And they said that it, she was smoking. Hmm. She's Jet like, had... no, that's my breath. I'm singing. <laughs> like, this is and ridiculous. When you have a video taken down, because I've had seven taken down. And I've repealed all of them and had one only, the lost the appeal on one. That's the weird part. Like, you don't get a, the option to kind of state your case with the reporting option. Right. Like, you just, you, you hit, yes, I want to appeal. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we'll review it when we get a chance. Right. And, like, I, my first video that got flagged, it was a duet. This was before I even, like, got popular on TikTok. It was a duet of a girl at a gun range, and she was not showing... Like firearm safety, and I'm huge on firearm safety, like huge. Mm -hmm. And I do edit it, and I was just like, and I didn't, I wasn't talking in it. It was literally just text across the top, and it was saying, "Keep your finger off the trigger." And it got taken down for illegal activities or illegal good or controlled goods or something like that. So I was like, okay, the and I, you know, me, I just brand new to TikTok, you know, just going la la la. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. There was a gun in there, and it was unsafe. Like, I, I, I was like, definitely, it was unsafe with how she was handling this gun. And I said, uh, so that makes sense. They probably dropped the original video. So I go to the original video, and it's still fucking up. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I feel a little, a little, you know, attacked here. So I appealed it, and it came back up about an hour later. And I even made a I made a video at the time. I didn't have any followers really to to you know vent my frustration to. I ended up deleting the video and not making it because I thought I won the appeal, so it's over with. Why make a big deal? But I was like, I was totally with them on this is fucking unsafe. Like this video is unsafe because she's racking the pistol with her finger depressed on the trigger. Yes, it was oh in a. My God. I was like, yes, it's in a range. Because if you read the guidelines, because I've had to read it a few times now, it says that you are allowed to show firearms if you are a military or law enforcement professional or you are in a controlled environment. Well, a range is a controlled environment. But mm. her boyfriend's back here fucking holding the video while she's like racking this gun, not down range, mind you. And I'm just like, every part of my body is just screaming because I'm like, this is fucking unsafe. And that's why I do edit in the first place. You know, and it kind of highlighted in my video, this is unsafe. But they're like, it was, you know, her video didn't get taken down. It didn't get taken down. But mine did. So that's where I kind of got that philosophy of, we are reporting the videos. And now I haven't personally ever reported a video, but I haven't came across anything that was minor safety as a father. Like, if it's a kid on there, I'm going to freak the fuck out, and I'm going to report it. I have so, like, found children that follow me, and I will remove them. Like, I don't go through my followers. I'm sure I have kids that follow me. I, but I, It wasn't me going through my followers. It was just like, they popped up, 
Right. Because I, I was doing follow for follow there for a good while. And it, it popped up like, like, oh, my God, this is a child. I was like, um, and I'm following them. So I unfollowed and then removed them as a follower of mine. I didn't want them to be like, oh, he just followed me, so I would follow him. No, I'm removing you completely because you don't need to be on this app. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I Actually, I had to report a live one time because it was an eight-year-old little girl. Oh, my God. I, I, like, I, was, scrolling, I was scrolling through you know, people that were live, and I was like, who the heck is this? And it I get on there and she goes, I'm going to make you a moderator. And I'm like, you don't know who I am. <laughs> you don't know me. Why would you make me a moderator? No, that's fucked up. And so then but... I like, she, she pulled the camera away and I, I seen her and I was like, this girl's seven, eight years old. I was like, no, Hey, I'll know. And I, I reported it for minor safety. And I, I mean, obviously I won that one. And I was, she was banned from doing lives. And I was like, whoa. Like, how she got a 1,000 followers to begin with, I don't know. But that was crazy. Well, my, uh, my daughter's nine. And she, I got to admit, my daughter is very, um, she's very internet safe, uh, very internet safe. But she also has okay. me as a father, and I am an overprotective father to the core. And everything she does on any of her electronic devices, because once upon a day, once upon a time, I, I was that guy that could get into electronic devices. I don't do it no more, but I could. And I know some tri tips and tricks, and her phone has apps and programs on it. Her laptop has phones or apps and programs on it that literally she can't lock her screen without me knowing and I can tell you that my, my daughter, I'm very proud of her. I'm extremely proud of my daughter. She is my life force. Like, she's the only thing that keeps me still waking up every day. I'm proud of her because she makes smart decisions on the Internet. Um, now, she does watch content that would be considered scary for, like, an eight, like a, a nine-year-old her age. Uh, we're talking, like, like, scary stories and whatnot. But my daughter's ask, obsessed with the same thing. If you ask, if you ask my daughter... Are you scared of ghosts and monsters? She'll say, no, they're not real. Well, what are you scared of? Bears and tornadoes, because they're real. And there's a funny story about the bear one. But she's just very mature for her age. And I trust her on the internet because she's, she's proved to me I can trust her on the internet. And she does have TikTok. Um, but she does not post. She does not comment. She just watches her little Minecraft and roblox videos <laughs> and she goes on about her day so and 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 that's one thing i love about tiktok is is there's so many sides to it you oh, know there's i mean and, and when you look at people that have millions of followers you're like wait a second <clears throat> how like how is there millions of people like you don't you can't like really can't wrap your head around how one person has millions of people following them. Yeah, it's but it's insane. Like it's very insane. Like I can't wrap my head around that there's 120, 128,000 as of today people who follow me. Like I can't wrap and, my head and literally around like how people. how I got to just fifteen hundred people was I, I I do I was doing the follow for follow row shows and stuff. 
And I've, I've kind of quit doing it since then. I haven't really posted a lot. I mean, I'll, I'll post a video. Like, I posted a video earlier today uh, of me irritating my sister. We were coming back from the, the uh, laundromat, and we're driving along, and the shirt that I'm wearing says 420 Life and has a pot leaf on it, okay? I was going to so, ask you, with the, with the name of the podcast, <laughs> do I need to roll a blunt like Elon did? <laughs> so, I'll get to that in a second. Um, so... We're driving along, and, and all of a sudden, there's two state troopers coming at us. And my sister, joking around, goes, "Act natural," and I was like, "Okay." And I start waving, "Hi!" Like, like the the um, oh, what was it? Uh, Forrest Gump, you know, where he's like waving his arm like real big. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like waving at the cops, "Hi!" And she's like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> she's like, "I That's fucking hilarious. hate you right now," and I'm like, "I'm like, come on." And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok about this. So it's like a 10-second TikTok. of me like, when your sister says to act natural because you're passing a cop, and you go, hi, and then I turn the camera towards her, and she's like, get that thing out of my fucking face. <laughs> I'm like, she hates me now. <laughs> that, that's good, man. I have to go check that out. <laughs> but it's like, I, you know, if I feel the inspiration to do it, or I just, I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I see, hey, like, that's a cool sound. Like, I could do something with that. Or, like, uh, I, I do edit a, a video of being a radio DJ because that, that's my dream. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Like, I, I did, like, three videos before I went to work one day because I just, I found, I found, like, three ones that, I, three videos that I could do really quick. Right. But, uh, so, so, High Life, where that came from, uh, this whole podcast let me go back. So I wanted to do a podcast for a while. And I found this app that I could do it with. And like, I'm not in this for money. I've literally only made like a dollar. <laughs> I'm not in this for money at all. And I'm just like, I want to talk. I, I love talking. And originally I was going to whine and cry about being depressed and I was like, nobody wants to listen to that. Nobody wants to listen to me bitch and whine about my depression. I don't want to listen to me bitch and whine about my depression. <laughs> so I like my my first few TikTok videos that you're that you'll find on my page are me in my depression depressed funk, uh, just depressing ass songs. One of them, I'm swigging a bottle of Jameson. I'm surprised that one never got flagged because you can clearly see the the Jameson. I like I show the camera that I'm swigging Jameson. Will they flag and you for that? Yes, you cannot show more than like sixty percent of a label uh, for alcohol, but you can put it in a cup and drink it on a live show, and you're fine. What the fuck? As long as there's no labels. <laughs> so Shout out and, I, and I won't I won't delete those I won't delete those videos because I want to be able to go back and look at those and go man I was I was really in a dark place there and here's where I am now and yeah. it, it keeps me it keeps me humble and it keeps me happy so I feel that 
then I was like, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, man, I really want to do this podcast, but I don't know what, I don't know what to do. And he's like, dude, every time we smoke, you have the craziest life stories. He goes, and they're all a hundred percent true, which is fucking phenomenal. Cause you just have the, the weirdest shit ever. And you just act like it's nonchalant. And I'm sitting here going, what? Like, um, I, 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 there was a time I had a buddy staying with me and he got into an argument out in the parking lot of my apartment complex. And I seen the guy reach into his vehicle and pull out a crowbar. And I was like, Oh hell no. My buddy's not getting beaten the fuck down with a crowbar. Like that's some cheap shit, cheap shot shit right there. So I booked it down. Like I'm on the second floor. I booked it down the stairs, ran at him full speed I'm fresh out of the army, so I'm, you know, I'm a little bit more fit than I am now. <laughs> and this guy turns, sees me running at him full speed ahead, freaks out, jumps in his car, and then throws it in reverse to try to run me over. And I jump up in the air because I see the car coming at me. I plant both feet on his bumper, and he realizes, he either realizes that he's not going to hit me, or he feels me, feels that he hit me and freaks out, throws it in drive and takes off. And I just jump back off the car and land safely on my feet. And everybody is standing there just looking at me like, what the fuck was that? Because this all took place in like 10 seconds. Like just a few seconds, the whole thing happened. And I wasn't thinking, I just reacted. And everybody else is like, why? Why did you do that? How did you think to do that? How did you know to jump up in the air? Like, you know, how did you process that the car was coming at you? Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm just oh, like, man. I just reacted. I just did it. I, I don't know. That is insane, dude. That is a hell. You said that Wait. earlier. You said that, uh, that you got down there because you like to talk. I was going to let you know whenever we were messenger about doing this. I was like, now, if you got a time limit on uh, on your podcast, I like to talk too. So <laughs> you might be here for a few hours. <laughs> no, I mean, there's not an exact time limit. I, we are we are going to take a break here in a second because I I have I have uh, the, the things I have to plug in between um, sponsors and shit. That don't oh, pay me worth a damn, but <laughs> so, anyways, the, what what I cut I'm, that part out, man. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. They don't pay me. <laughs> but uh, no. So he was like, he's like, you know, just tell your stories, man. And so, like, my first day on here, I I plugged in a headset, I hit record, and I started to talk. And I'm like, I can't talk to nobody. I can't do this. So I called up my buddy and I was like, yo, come over here, let's smoke and we'll see how this goes. And he goes, all right. So literally that's what we did. Like we'd sit here and just smoke the fuck out and just get high as shit and bullshit into a microphone with crazy stories. And people like got a kick out of it. And then he was like, man, like I'm driving like 45, 50 minutes just to come bullshit with you. And I'm like, I know, man, it's awesome. He goes, I can't afford to keep doing this. 
<laughs> I can't afford the gas to do it. I can't afford like this is before I realized that I could do it remotely like this. Right. And he was like, "Man, I can't keep doing this." And I was like, "All right." So I found somebody else to record with, and it didn't feel the same. It wasn't the same vibe anymore. Right. And it, it felt forced. So I was like, "Well, I don't know." So then I was scrolling through TikTok and I was watching uh, like the late show or something. I don't know. And I was like, TikTok creators don't have anywhere to promote themselves. You just post a video and hope and pray it comes across somebody's for you page. And honestly, man, uh, they don't like you to promote yourself. I, I, God forbid someone from TikTok oh. sees this. Oh, they like, do now because now you can pay to promote your videos. That, that's not what I'm meaning. The and I've I actually tried that out. I tried that out on a video to see what it was like. And uh, I'm sorry, TikTok, if you're listening, don't fucking do that. It's not worth your money. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not worth your money. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, what I mean by that is. I can post a video. Right now, I'm in the doghouse on TikTok, okay? I haven't pissed off the gods, I know. Um, but my views on a normal video, like if I post a theft story video, I'm going to get anywhere between to 6,000 views in the first hour, if it's just doing normal. Okay. Not talking about viral. I'm talking doing normal. So I posted a video, and like my other videos don't do as hot, and I get it. If I put out trash content, I'm going to get trash results. I get it. I get it. I understand. So I posted a video where I was just like saying, hey, talk about my Patreon. Dude, that thing sat there at nine views for a fucking hour. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I said Patreon. I typed in Patreon. They don't want you to get paid outside the app. That's what it comes down to. Oh, um, gotcha. Gotcha. So... That's the thing. I don't like. I don't think they like to shout out. Yeah, I seen so, I seen your video about PT Aaron, and I was like, "What? Oh, okay, okay." <laughs> you have a PT Aaron. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" And then I realized what you meant. I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." So, um, but no, you're right. There is no place for TikTokers to kind of promote themselves, and. You know, I, I told Miss O whenever you reached out to me, I was like, I'm going to jump on a podcast. She's like, well, what podcast? I said, I said, it doesn't matter what podcast. I said, someone wants me to be on a podcast. <laughs> and dude, like when I, when you posted that video, guys, somebody asked me to be on their podcast. I was like, oh, he's talking about me. <laughs> I sent that video to all of my friends who, who are my, my huge supporters. I was like, guys, check out this video. And they're like, Oh my god, is he talking about you? I'm like, yes! <laughs> They're like, that's awesome! <laughs> I was like, I'm like, that's why I didn't want to, I didn't want to like say anything because I didn't know what kind of preparation you had or you know if you wanted to like promote this on your own or you know, I'm trying to be as business professional about this as possible because I and, am... and I I appreciate you not like jumping out ahead of this and going, guys, I'm gonna be on this guy's podcast and blah 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 because things can go wrong. <laughs> I mean like Absolutely, it, I totally get that. But you know, I come from a, I come from a background where I'm very business professional because I've done the management part. I've even been a market area manager. So, and Walmart's very professional. I work for J.C. They're very professional. So I was like, no, I want to say something because I'm super fucking stoked. 
but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it low key. <laughs> and, and after this video or video, after this <laughs> podcast publishes, you are more than welcome to go to just blow it up on oh, your on your I'm, page. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna shake this. And actually, like, I have like this has blown up way beyond I ever thought it would. Uh, not just not with listeners really at all. Because uh, I can monitor like how many listens it gets and stuff like that, uh, right. but just the amount of people that responded with "heck yeah, I'll do an episode." Uh, I mean, I started out with people that I was close friends with that were that were uh, TikTokers, and and then I kind of branched out a little bit with uh, uh, a guy called Upfront Goblin, and then I, br- I branched out a little bit with you and. There's another one who's going to post. Uh, I actually just recorded her an episode with her uh, a little bit ago, but she's not going to publish for another week. Um, she has 1.8 million followers, and she agreed to be on this podcast. Well, I was about to ask you who's the who is the highest followers that you've been you've had so far. Uh, had- Marianne Marianne Faith is her name. Okay, she's got 1.8 or 1.8 million followers. Oh my god, dude. And I she was live on TikTok and I said, "Hey, what would you like to be on my podcast?" And she goes, "Yes, hit me up on Instagram. I'll check it out." And I was like, "Okay, like I've heard people say yes, you know, hit me up." That like that didn't that didn't phase me. But when I messaged her, and she messaged me back and was like, when and, you know, what day, what time? I was like, uh, <laughs> I didn't think I'd make it this far. <laughs> I totally lost train of thought. Hold on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it came down to recording it, like, I'm sitting here five minutes before, before time to record. Like, she messages me and is like, hey. You know, I'm ready when you are. I was like, oh, my God. I'm actually going to sit and have a conversation with her. Red alert. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) And and before I even got on here with you, I called my best friend and I was like, I just want to tell you thank you. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, nothing. I, I was like, I never thought people would ever respond to this. And like, I told them how I double booked today and. I told him I'm double booked on Tuesday now. Um, like, awesome. I was like, I've got a month's worth of, of people or of, of episodes that I'm going to have just ready to go. And I never thought I would get this far with it. I, I so, feel you. I feel you. My, uh, um, my dream has always been like, and I know this sounds funny because it's a childhood dream. But I always want to be an actor. Like, I, I always want to be an actor or some sort of like talking or you know, I I like to talk. I like to do skits. There's a lot I want to do on here, but I don't have the confidence yet to step out to do it. And uh-huh. I started doing Twitch originally. And when I did Twitch originally, I tried to be, <laughs> I tried to be like my favorite uh, Twitch streamers, which was Doctor Disrespect and Shroud. So I came up with this persona that wasn't me. And it was this combination between Dr. Disrespect and Shroud. And if you know either one of those guys, 
they are polar fucking opposite. So I came up with this like bipolar Tourette's version of them too. And I tried to stream and I got like two, 300 people at one time watching. And that was like insane. I think that's because somebody else bigger than me kind of raided my channel, but it didn't go nowhere. And then I thought, you know what? I don't have the personality to be online. I said, I don't have the personality. Even Miss O at the time, uh, because like me me and Miss O have had a relationship over the last eight years on and off. And she was like, you just don't have the personality to be online. That's what she said. And she didn't mean it mean. She meant it, you know, to be constructive. And I think, you know, I believe that because I thought I was trying to be that person. So then I said, you know what? Let's do hot sauces. I like doing hot sauces. I like eating hot sauces. And we tried that for a while. And again, I wasn't being myself. So when I blew up on TikTok, being me, like, I don't know, I kind of went left with this whole conversation. I'm sorry. But (laughs) when I blew up on TikTok being me, like, I was like, fuck, people actually like me for me. And And, like, and with this, with this podcast, like, everybody's like, dude, you are made for podcasting you're made for radio and i'm like yeah i do have a face for radio (laughs) (laughs) and they're they're like no like you you like to talk you like to talk to people you like to get to know people and i'm like i mean yeah like isn't that normal (laughs) it's not it's really not (laughs) like i just i was like i was like whatever like this is cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to try to get back to some of these questions I have. <laughs> okay. So, Wait, guys, this is High Life. I'm talking to Ronan GT. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. So, have you ever seen the Facebook page, People of Walmart? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> posted on there before. Have you really? Yes, I have. So, what's the weirdest outfit you've ever seen somebody come in? Uh, none at all. Like, naked? They're butt naked. Oh, my God. <laughs> there were some drugs involved. Definitely some drugs involved, but yeah, they walked in the store just stark ass naked, pushed, started pushing the car, got halfway in the store before someone stopped him. <laughs> dude, dude was proud. I mean, he was just dick swinging, just walking in through a fucking car, <laughs> grocery side, just walking in. Oh my god, that's. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what else anybody could. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could top that. Literally, world uh, people of Walmart, that's not exaggerating. <laughs> it's not exaggerating one oh, bit. I, I worked, uh, I was an unloader at a local Walmart. And uh, I, back then it was 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. that we worked. And uh, I seen a dude come in, Jeff Hardy style, just <laughs> fishnet tank top or fishnet t shirt or long sleeve shirt just oh jeff God. hardy and i'm like what and the, this dude's not built like jeff hardy 
<laughs> if he was built that way, I wouldn't have minded as much. But this man is just big old beer gut hanging out there. And I'm like, no. God, no. <laughs> he was wow. proud. He was just proud he, of himself. He, he's like, it's a shirt. And I'm like, barely. Motherfucker, <laughs> you catch fish with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what's the most creative theft you've ever caught? Oh, shit. Um, like, like, you can tell people put a lot of thought into how they were going to pull the, try to pull this off. So one of the stores I used to work at, the electronics game cases sat right behind the, the fabrics department. So okay. the cases are all locked up, glass, metal. So this guy got started looking, and he noticed that the backside of the game case was nothing but pegboard. So he went and got a drywall saw out of hardware, went on the back <laughs> side of the cases, Cuts a fucking hole in the pegboard and starts pulling the PSPs out. <laughs> if, and if you go to Walmart now, you'll realize that they went, oh, fuck. We need to put metal in there. Yeah. Or like my Walmart, the game cases and, and any lockup cases are backed up against each other. Yep. So you can't, you can't get to the backside of them at all. Thieves are major. Okay, I wouldn't say a majority. I would say at least fifty percent are very intelligent people. Who, if mm-hmm. they put that intelligence elsewhere, could probably be the next Elon Musk or something. But they don't. They put it into stealing. <laughs> and the problem is, it's not idiocy that gets them caught. It's it's cockiness and confidence. Oh yeah. Because yes, they definitely. get away with it. They get away with it like five, six, ten, eleven times, and then they walk in there like, I'm hot shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to go grab me a, a drink off the front end and an Xbox, and I'm walking out the door, and they get caught. Um, the first-timers sometimes, if, unless they're just blatantly nervous, they get away with it because they're not cocky, they're not confident, they're cautious, and then they get in there, and they do it a couple times, Boom! Their asses in handcuffs. Now I have seen. Okay, so I wanted. I really wanted to tell you this story. I, I because I knew you used to do at AP for Walmart. So I want to know if I could have handled the situation any differently. Mm-hmm. I did not get in any trouble, but I want to know if there's a different way I could have handled the situation. So, uh, uh, like I said, I was an unloader. I wanted to work the electronics section because I knew more about the electronics than any of the employees that even worked in that department. And it pissed me off so much they wouldn't let me transfer. They would write me up so I couldn't transfer. That's Walmart. So, because we couldn't keep unloaders. But, um, (laughs) so, I, I was in the middle of pulling pallets and stuff and this customer stops me. Because we didn't have, uh, like, electronics was, you know, quote, closed. There was no specific electronics employees at the moment. And they're like, I'm trying to find a charge cord for my laptop. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can help you with that. That's a no-brainer for me. I was like, well, what kind of laptop do you have? What, you know, what type of charger? And they brought in the broken one so that I can compare it. And I was like, 
like too easy. And I pointed out the exact charger they needed. And they go, oh man, that's really expensive. I'm like, yeah, it sucks that, that they charge so much for these replacement parts. It's almost cheaper to get a brand new one. And they're like, I'm going to have to steal it. I completely thought they were joking. Why would you say that? So I walked away. I laughed walked away. Later on, I'm pulling a pallet of dog food, which you have you ever helped with those? Oh, yeah. How heavy they are. They weigh like three million tons. Yep. <laughs> and so the asset, the AP guy comes up behind me and starts pushing for me. And I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, uh, I seen you on, uh, on the camera talking to a customer about laptop chargers. I go, yeah. Did they say anything to you? I said, well, I pointed it out to them. And I mean, this whole time, you know, we're, we're pulling the, the pallet. And I said, I pointed them out and, you know, I helped them find the correct one. And I said, they jokingly said they were going to have to steal it because of how expensive it was. He goes, they weren't joking. I go, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, after you walked away, I continued to watch them and they stole it. I said, did you, did you get them? And he goes, oh, yeah. I mean, I was watching them the whole time, but. I just wanted to know what they, you know, what your interaction was, was with them. And I said, if I would have thought they were serious, I would have called for you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, you're not in any trouble. I, but I, I needed your side of, of what happened. And I'm like, I was dumbfounded. Like, I felt like I should have done something differently. There's really nothing you could have done differently, to be honest. Because you can't tell if they're serious or not. Because people joke. You know, people make, I wouldn't say it's a dark joke, but you know, they make. But why would you say that to an employee? <laughs> I mean, kudos for being honest. Like, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Uh, because honestly, if you report every time someone makes a joke like that to AP, you're going to run their ass off. So, no, I don't really think you could have done anything differently other than. Other than grabbing it and say, this is the one you want, bring it to the counter and make them ring it up. That's something you could have done. But, but they, they, like they, were, they were saying, <laughs> it's too expensive. I can't afford it. So I, that's the only reason I didn't do that. And it wasn't locked up or anything. So it's not like I yeah. needed to get a key or anything for it. You could have done anything different. Like that, That's the best you really could have done, honestly. <laughs> and, and I... He was just like, you're not in any trouble at all. I don't want you to think you're in trouble. I just need your, <laughs> I need your, your, your side of it. And I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, I, I've only had three real encounters with AP, you know, and uh, another one was uh, I had to work Black Friday and I was receipt checking. And these two kids, I'm talking 12 and under uh, come up to me and I'm checking their bag and I'm checking the receipt and the AP is, is standing right there next, like next to me checking receipts also. And I'm looking at the receipt and I go, well, this Xbox controller is not on your receipt. Oh, this is a $60 controller. How did you forget to pay for a $60 controller? <laughs> 
So AP had to take them into the office and wait for their parents. I'm surprised they actually did anything on Black Friday. Typically, that's the day where they're like, don't stop shoplifters. Go walk the floor. Make sure grandma over here doesn't fight someone for the tickle me Elmo. Like, that's usually what we had, got we, we had every employee. It didn't matter what your real department was. You were reassigned that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another Black Friday, I worked the the uh, 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 sporting goods counter, and we were handing out um, uh, or not even handing out. We were like, you had to purchase it there at the counter, and it was iPad Airs. But you had to purchase it at the uh, at the uh, sporting goods counter. You Mm -hmm. were not allowed to take it up front. Nope. Uh, And then the third, the third encounter that I had, uh, I actually worked kind of for AP as a greeter. Uh, An AP host. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, we had a lady on Easter come in with a cart full of stuff and try to walk out with it. You know well, what? I have a story about that. I'm a, you just made me. You just made another TikTok video. <laughs> so this lady goes to one door and she gets asked for her receipt because nothing's in bags. And she goes, "Oh, I threw it away." And they go, "In the hundred yards from self checkout to the door, you threw it away." Yeah, let me let me see if I can go find it. So then she goes <laughs> to the other doors. Well, from one set of doors to the other, they radioed and was like, hey, stop her. Obviously, she stole something. So that person steps in front and is like, hey, can I see your receipt? Oh, uh, I must have left it over here. So she tries. She goes to the bathroom and hides in the bathroom for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the under the plainclothes, the undercovers come out and grab her cart. And start walking away with it. And she follows. And there, what got her caught. And it's the funniest thing ever. First thing. First of all. I don't I don't condone stealing either. But don't do it first thing in the morning. <laughs> don't do it at 7 o'clock in the morning. When we've only been open for an hour. Right. <laughs> and they were bringing. They were, she swore up and down. She paid for her stuff. So they're bringing stuff out. And and. Uh, checking the register to see if maybe they can find a receipt. One of the items that she stole, we hadn't sold a single one of those items all day. And so they're like, they're like, obviously you stole it. This has never been ran ran through the register. (laughs) So did she make it out the door with the cart? No. Um, she never made it out the door, but they, we, we just kind of, uh, played ping pong with her, like going back and forth between the doors and she was trying to find someone that would let her pass. And we just kept, well, she, my, my question is in my head, the, my AP brain's turning right now. Did they apprehend her or they just basically walk up and say, stop the bullshit and leave? <laughs> they, though, no, they apprehended her. They took her to the office. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't that. think 
obviously I don't, I don't think they ever got any anything out of it other than they just prevented her from stealing anything. Well, let me let me tell you something. They just did a bad stop. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. If they don't want to do not you supposed to, Yeah, I would say aren't you supposed to wait until the, they are out the door? There the, there there used to be four elements, now there are five. I, I don't tell them cuz I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make it harder on the guys out there working. But walking out the door is a big part of stealing. Um, in Indiana here, attempted theft carries the same charge as theft. So, but we, as AP associates, just because they put it in their pocket, we can't stop them. Or just because they're trying to walk out the door, we can't stop. They gotta, we gotta let them walk out the door. And they, uh, now if you get PD involved, now PD can do what the hell they want. And I've had multiple cops come in the store and be like, I'm not waiting for them. Where are they at? And they'll just stop them there in the store. But Whenever they don't go out the door like that, that's that. Uh, my my APM brain was turning while you're telling the story, and I'm like, yeah, they kind of fucked up. But I mean, you prevented it. You definitely prevented it. Got kudos it, on that it, one. And it was just it was a cart full of stuff. So it was just like we ping ponged her back and forth, and finally, like they were able to come out of wherever they were, and they were like, come with us, and and they did it on me. So she got past me because I didn't know what was going on. Mm. Uh, I was in the rest or I was on break. And when I came back from break, nobody told me what was going on. And I, and I asked her for her receipt. She kept walking past me. And oh, okay. I think she got to the door and okay, they well, came the out, swarmed her. Okay. So they made it, if she made it into the vestibule, you're good. The way you're telling, the way I heard the story, you're telling, you're like, she left the bathroom and she followed. And I'm like, I'm thinking like they stopped her on the floor. Yeah, if they make it into the vestibule, honestly, the moment they cross that threshold where the registers and that walk, that action alley is in front of the registers, yeah, they make it at that point, their ass is ours. Like, we can get them at that point. Okay, Um, yeah, yeah, they swarmed her and it freaked me out because they came out of nowhere. <laughs> they have to show the intent that they weren't going to pay for it, right? So, but yeah, okay. And I, I, I've heard from AP that the hardest days are when they have <laughs> the sidewalk sales. Yes, absolutely. Because that is a step further that you have to wait. Because just because they walk out the door, they could technically still go to that register outside. Right, and it's only if there's a register out there. So, but. I used to have a store manager, and my God, we fought back and forth. The emails between me and him were like a fucking scripted drama. But he would put he would put merchandise in the vestibule, and I'm like, dude, stop putting merchandise in the vestibule. You're fucking with my job. Well, blah, blah, blah. Because it's easier to catch them in the vestibule than it is to wait till they hit the, that last door. Right. Because at that point, they're going to book. And it's also dangerous because they're gonna book, they're gonna cars are gonna see what they're doing, they're gonna get hit by a car. It's just mm-hmm. it's just bad news all around. I'm a vestibule stopper one hundred percent. So what is you've I, I've noticed uh, a lift lift story on your TikTok. How long have you been mm-hmm. doing that? Uh since the first this year. Uh I've been okay. doing it off and on since the first of the year. Have you had any crazy instances with that? Uh, let's see here. Um, 
Nothing, nothing bad, like negative. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, nothing violent, let's play it that way. I've not had anyone try to get violent. I've had no one get angry. I picked up this guy who was very awkward, very awkward guy. And I think, it, and I'm not, I'm not knocking him because he was probably just socially awkward. There's a lot of people who are like that. Mm. And I get him in the car. And when I first see him, he comes up, he's got this Clint black cowboy hat on this black leather vest, like a cowboy black jeans, but he's got a long sleeve Hawaiian shirt underneath. So I'm like, okay, he doesn't, he obviously doesn't own a mirror. That's okay. So he gets in the car <laughs> and it's a long ass drive and he's going to Hooters. And I'm like, all right, let's go to Hooters. So we're going to Hooters and he's talking about how he, he, he drives trucks for a living and how he just met this girl in like St. Louis, Missouri or something from another Hooters. He goes, yeah, I gave her my number and she's going to call me. And I said, yeah, good. Yeah, good job, man. You got you got your little, you know, a little honey on the way. And he's like, you know, it's been about three weeks, but she's going to call me. I mean, he's like dead serious. Like, oh, oh, ouch. Like dead. Like he ain't even, there's no sarcasm in this man's voice. He's like, oh, she's going to call. But she's a college student. And this dude's like 60 of these a day. He goes, she's he's a student. And, 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 you know, she's got finals or something. And he's like, you think she'll call, right? I said, well, typically, homie, if I give a girl my number and she didn't call me back in three days, I'm moving on to the next. But I said, but no, I mean, Maybe. I mean, you know, <laughs> anything is possible. I mean, what do I say to this guy? I'm not trying to piss him off. we got a 15-minute ride. And so he goes into Hooters like, well, maybe I'll find the next one here. Get <laughs> and wow. I had a guy the other night. He gets in my car. And uh, he's in the car. And he's a really well-dressed guy. He's drunk off his ass. And we're just talking casually, you know. And he asked, he goes, are you gay? And I said, no, sir, I'm straight. And he's like, well, that's a shame because I would totally suck your dick. And I went, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, thank you. I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, I said, my fiance might have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, a, a buddy of mine and I were talking. You know, the greatest compliment a man can get is actually from a gay man. Absolutely, absolutely. Gay men are picky. Because, exactly. Like, him and I were like, man, if we ever went out, like, he's like, first of all, we got to get drunk before we go in there. But we're going to a gay bar, and we're going to see how many men hit on us. We're not, <laughs> looking for, we're not looking for anything other than the fact that we want some validation. Because for a woman to say, no, you're not ugly, no, you're not ugly, we don't, you're just no. saying that. No, a gay man, a gay man will tell you fucking blunt to your face. I used to work in the photo lab for Walmart, and I had nothing but gay men that worked in there but me and one other female. And I would walk in one day, and I remember one this one guy goes, "Do you own a mirror in your house?" I said, "Yeah." Well, you obviously didn't fucking use it today. And I'm like, "Damn." Damn. <laughs> Coming from my throat, man. I ain't even clocked in for ten minutes. <laughs> no, gay men don't pull no punches. They don't give a fuck. They don't give no fucks. They I, I, had a, I had a manager at, at Taco Bell that was he was gay and he was kind of flamboyant. Um 
Like, he owned that shit. And right. him and I got along great because I was blunt with him, and he would talk shit right back to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated him, and they would all talk shit behind his back. Nobody would ever say anything to his face because they were afraid of him. And I straight looked at him one day. I said, you're the worst fucking manager I've ever had, and I wish you would just go the fuck away. He goes, you know, this is why we get along. And actually, the day he was fired, he bought me iced coffee from Starbucks. Oh, I'm going to tell you what. The time I was in the photo lab was the best time ever. Those guys. And here's the thing. <laughs> I have never been uncomfortable around gay people whatsoever. Like, it, it, it's, it is what it is. And, and I'm, I'm in the photo lab. And the and other than, you know, the burns every day, because there's no filter. Like, these guys... These guys are going to tell you what the fuck they're thinking. They don't give two fucks. And mm-hmm. but respectable, great guys to work for. And I had a buddy of mine. He's kind of homophobic. He's a little homophobic. He's like, well, do they hit on you? Do, do they? T-? I was like, no, no. Like it's we're just people talking. The, it's like it's it's normal to me. Like I, there's no hitting on each other. There's nothing like that. It's just. They they will roast your life if you say something or if you come in looking funny, you know, whatever. He was all worried about that. So then I go, I leave TLE to go out to, I'm sorry, not TLE. I leave Photo Lab to go to TLE, Tire Loop Express. Mm. And all these are very redneckish, straight men. There's a guy out there named Charles. First day out there, he comes up. Slaps my ass, pinches my nipple, and goes, "Ooh, baby, how you doing today?" He is as straight as a board, and I said, "You know, you gave me all that shit because you said I was working with those gay guys. But they're going to hit on me." The straightest dude out here is already sexually harassing me. <laughs> it's funny, straight men will sexually harass each other, but a gay man will just roast your roast your ass, right? And just make but, make the the funniest comments. And people are more worried about working with a gay man than they are with a straight man. I, I know, and that's just that's just wrong because I hate. I, okay, I hate. I hate hate in general. I hate to say it in that way because that's kind of contradict. It's kind of redundant. <laughs> I dislike hate. Like this world is filled uh. with too much. It's filled with too much. Just fight with each other. Like, we all just need to love one another, period. Like, accept everyone for who they are and just love each other. And I try to preach that a lot in some of my videos. But it's just people get people get weirded out because they don't understand it. There's not enough education in everything we got going on in this bucket of life. So if they mm-hmm. don't understand it, they're going to fear it. And they're going to fear it. They're going to dislike it. They're going to – all this jazz. And it's, you know – I don't know. I got a tangent with that one. I, that's I'm very passionate I know. about I, it. I when I come across something I don't understand, uh, like you learn about it. You learn about I, I it. Try. I try. Yeah. I I do my best to, to learn about it. Uh, and, and if I find that it is ridiculous, even after I've done my research, I will call it ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it, it's. I'll give you. I'll give you a. a I consider this a safe topic for, you know, a public forum, a flat earther. I believe the earth is round. Okay. I believe the earth is round mm-hmm. and I think it's ridiculous to think that the earth is flat, but if mm-hmm. something's up in my face and they're like, Hey, the earth is flat. I will listen to them. I will hear their point. I've watched a lot of videos on it and I will hear the point. I will respectfully have that debate with them. 
and be at the end of the day, hey, we disagree, but you're still a cool dude, you know? That's I think that needs to happen more in this life. Like And I am the same way with religion. I <laughs> personally am non religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't associate myself with any specific religion. But if you want to talk to me about yours, I'm more than happy to listen. But the moment you start to preach at me and try to force it on me, I've done my my fair research on a few different religions. I will tear you apart. I am. I feel you on that. And, you know, I'll be 100% honest. I'm a Christian. And... I try to attend church virtually because I don't have time usually on Sunday to go. Mm-hmm. At least right now. Um, and if I have a lot of friends, a couple of friends who are atheists, and I used to be an atheist. I honestly used to be an atheist. Um, but I'll never preach to someone because that's why I didn't go to church for so many years because I felt like you walk in and they're shoving it down your throat. And if you're not this certain way, you're going to hell. I've told my pastor verbatim, I know I signed my ticket to hell a long ass time ago. I have ne- I have not I have not always been the man I am today. I have done a lot of fucked up shit in my lifetime. And I'm okay with that fact that I have signed that ticket. I go to church now, I I'll talk about religion with people who want to hear about it. And I do it because and this is going to sound really screwed up, and we might be going on a tangent if you, if you want to go down this road. <laughs> Every time I've prayed to God, he has given me what I've asked for. To the point where, you know that whole genie in a bottle thing, be careful what you wish for shit? Mm-hmm. I don't pray like that no more because I've always gotten what I've wanted, what I've prayed. Now, you know, everyone, you know, everyone prays to be rich. I'm not rich, but I've never wanted. I've always been provided everything I need in this life to survive. Uh, even in the worst times where I had, I didn't know how I was going to pay anything, how I was going to eat, something came through for me. So, no, I'm not rich, but I have never wanted for anything. Um, and back, and I'll tell this part of the story, and if you want to keep going, we can. I don't care. But when I was an atheist, and I was very, very... I was very, honestly, I was angry with God. And my father had just passed away. And the last words I said to my father, I told him I hated him. So I carry, a lot of guilt, I carry a lot of guilt around that. I bet. And, and I was uh, I was pissed at God. And I didn't want to believe him in the, believe in him no more. Well, so I, I tried um, to challenge him. Was your, was your father a Christian? Uh... He had a religious background. I wouldn't say he was a Christian. Um, okay. So uh, my mom is the religious side of the family. And okay. So I was pissed at God, and I said, you know, I'm going I'm to pray for something and prove that you're not real. Something I know, something in my heart that I thought, no, I'm never going to get that. So I prayed for the most dumbest thing on the planet. I said, God, I want to know what it feels like to be shot by a gun. Oh, my God. Why and I prayed would you do that? Because I wanted to prove to myself that God didn't wasn't real. Because 
You know what? If you're real, I even said it. I even I even said it. if you're a real if you're a real entity, if you're a real thing, you'll show me this. Show me it. I don't have to die from it. You have to show me it. Because if you can't show it to me, you don't fucking exist. So a few weeks after staying uh, doing that, I had this vivid dream of where I was shot in the chest and I could feel myself going cold. It's like the most most dream out of all my life that I can remember is that I felt like the warm blood you know, coming out of my chest. I felt like I was getting cold. Everything faded away. It was vivid. It was real. It was freaky. But when I woke up from it, I said, you know what? That was just a dream. I've been thinking about this shit. That doesn't mean you're real. That's a dream. Mm-hmm. In 1997, my friends and I were at his house, and I liked old Wild West guns. I'm a big fan of Billy the Kid and Young Guns movie and all that. Mm-hmm. So his dad had a bunch of good guns. Movie, good movie. Damn good movie. He had a bunch of guns from the turn of the century. And he said, well, I got one in my dad's room that you'll love. It's very old. It's an, it's, you know, it's an 1890-something, 38 revolver. He comes out, points it at me, pulls the trigger, shoots me right in the wrist. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't pray no more because I've been proven. I've always prayed that I wanted a, a daughter. I have a daughter. Um, like I said, I could, I could go on to a tangent. We could be here for two hours. So I don't pray no more like that because I know that if I, if I fuck around, I'm going to find out. <laughs> So, so and I, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I believe in a higher power. I'm just not sure what it is. And I've been proven multiple times that there is something there. And it, it's not from, it's not necessarily from me praying, you know, show me a sign or anything. It's, it's, uh, a slap in the face. Like, there's no other explanation. So I, I had a really bad drinking problem for a while. Uh, I had a habit of when I, my parents have guardianship of my daughter right now. And uh, I would stay with them one weekend, you know, like every other weekend I would go stay with them uh, to spend time with my daughter. Well, I would wait till she went to bed and I would go to the bar. This one weekend in particular, I had worked my ass off at work. I had overtime. I had like just, I had like a hundred hours on this paycheck coming to me. I was like, man, this would be a bomb ass paycheck. Like, I can't wait. Because I would get paid the weekends I went out there. I was like, I'm going to go blow a bunch of money at the bar. Like, hell yes, I can't wait. On payday, an out like an hour after uh, payroll had already been submitted, I get an email from my pay card. Uh, I, I, I at the time I was using Bluebird. Mm-hmm. I get an email that I had violated their guidelines and my account had been canceled. Oh wow. Payroll had already been submitted. I had to wait for them to reject payroll before they could do anything. That wasn't going to be till Monday. At the earliest. So I am broke all weekend. I am mad. 
so my mom is like, I tell you what, because I'm I was a night shift person, so she knew I could I can't just go to sleep. She's like, if you really want to go do something, instead of sitting here at the house, the church that I grew up in was having a lock-in. She's like, you can go help chaperone. I already told the youth leader that you might show up. He's expecting you. She goes, and I'll give you $20, but you are not to go to the bar instead. I'll know. And I'm like, well, yeah, everybody in the church will snitch me out, you know? Yep. <laughs> he didn't show up, you know? So I was like, fine, mm -hmm. I'll go. I'll help chaperone, whatever. So I get there that night. Now, mind you, on the weekends that I went out there, I worked breakfast shift at Taco Bell. So on Fridays, we got truck. I had to be at work at 5 a.m. Or no, I got up at 5 a.m. because I had to be at work at 6 a.m. So I've, I've been up since early that morning, but I still can't sleep. And I get to the lock-in. I'm at the lock-in until 5 a.m. the next morning. And I'm wide awake. Well, hmm. it, it gets about the middle of the night. They decide to do the devotional. And the youth leader looks at everyone. And first thing out of his mouth, none of you are here by accident. And I'm like, the hell is he talking? Well, of course we're not here by accident. Like, we all chose to come here. Duh. <clears throat> and he's like, none of you are here because you want to be here. You're here because God wants you here. And he was talking about, he wasn't talking about the, the, the lock-in, being at the lock-in. He was talking about, we're not alive because we want to be alive. We're alive because God wants us to be alive. And I'm like, where's, where's he going? I'm sitting there like, where's he going with this? And by the end of the devotion, I am like, like just, I felt like my heart and chest got punched. So I talked to him afterwards, and I'm like, I'm losing my place to live because they're remodeling the house that I was living in. And they're like, you're going to have to move out so we can finish remodeling. And I was just living with a friend. I was living in a friend's house, so there was no lease or anything. They could kick me out at any moment. I was like, my, my, uh, my pay card got canceled after payroll was submitted. I was like, Neither of those things are just coincidence. I was like, if I had got paid today, I'd be at the bar right now. I was like, I'm being honest with you. I'll be at, I would be at the bar right now if I had gotten paid tonight. But I didn't get paid. So now I'm here. And mm -hmm. I listened to your message. You now, know. I tried going back to church for a while. And I just, I never felt comfortable. So I just kind of settled with, I'm not a church person, but I do believe in a higher power. Well, and it has been proven to me over and over and over. Far be it for me to be someone to preach, but that sounds like to me that that was your bank and everything, and you said that was like a slap in the face. And sometimes in life, no matter if it's a higher power or if it's a, a friend or whatever, we need those slaps in the face to 
wake us the hell up to get to the right path. And uh, mm -hmm. you said something in that where, you, where you're talking about how the, the guy was talking in a devotional about we're here because God wants us to be. And I totally agree with that. Four times, four times in my lifetime, I should have been dead. And well, I'm very open about mental health and uh, my mental health. Two of those times were by my own hand and something has intervened where I'm still here. And I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what the hell the plan is, but I'm here for I'm here if, if for whatever it is. And I joked once in my videos that I'm a Christian. I'm not a very good one. I'm not. I I, I definitely do my fair share of shit that I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, and I get you on the higher power. I question sometimes what it is, you know. But yeah, it spoke to me there. That definitely spoke to me. Well. It has been great talking to you. I thoroughly enjoy your videos. And great talking to you too, man. I hope you have a great rest of your night. I'm going to jump <laughs> off of here, brother, and go back to lift. <laughs> so guys, check out Ronin GT on TikTok, uh, on Patreon. Uh, you have an Instagram. Do you do you do much of anything on Instagram, or is it just kind of there and you you link it? It's kind of just there. I, I've been. I need to do more with it. It's kind of just there, but I got some pictures and some memes on there. Is there any other social media platforms you want to plug? Uh, YouTube. Uh, my YouTube, and uh, you can find that at if you go to my TikTok, you can go to my links, and I've got all my social media there because I haven't hit a thousand followers on on YouTube yet, so I can't brand myself with a with a name. So and there is a Ronin GT on TikTok. That is not me. He stole my name. I'm pissed off about that. But yeah, that's all <laughs> I that's, that's what I got. So guys, check him out on TikTok. Check out links in bio. Have a good night. You too, brother. Thank you. <laughs>